and welcome to the Fitness Besties podcast with Lisa Dawn Beckwith. That's me. I'm Lisa, your friendly fitness coach and your newest bestie. My goal is to help you create sustainable habits that won't make you want to run away at the mention of exercise. Together, we'll wave goodbye to going it alone on your fitness journey as we embark on open, honest conversations and the support you need to start prioritizing you. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa, your friendly fitness coach and newest bestie. I'm so excited to have you join me. Today, we're going to be talking all about breaking free from the overwhelming fitness rules that clutter the internet. Are you ready to simplify your fitness journey and feel more in control? Tune into what your body truly needs and reclaim control over your fitness journey. Let's jump in. Have you ever felt bombarded by conflicting fitness advice online? Misinformation can be overwhelming, especially when our time is limited. It's easy to feel lost, confused and left doubting yourselves. So let's cut through the noise and simplify your fitness approach. Listen to your body and understand that progress is personal. Let's debunk the myths and embrace a fitness journey that works for you. So first, let's talk about overcomplicated workouts and the one-size-fits-all advice. The misconception that certain exercises are mandatory for everyone leads to this one-size-fits-all approach. You want to find exercises that suit your individual preferences and goals. You want to modify and adapt exercises or routines based on your needs or better still, find a starting point that works for you where you are right now. Keep it simple and focus on what works for you. It's all about effectiveness, not complexity. Personalise your fitness journey to fit your unique needs. Then there's rigid workout schedules. The belief that sticking to a rigid daily schedule is the only way to achieve results. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for more than just today, you'll know that I'm a great believer in flexibility. That's how we're going to be able to fit things into our busy lives. So you want to focus on flexibility in your workout routines so that they can be adapted to fit into your life without sacrificing effectiveness. Then there's the exclusive focus on high intensity workouts. You don't need to do high intensity workouts to get results. You can if that's your thing and you really enjoy it and also depending on your goals and and what you know you want the overall outcome of your fitness journey to be, but you don't need it. There are so many benefits of incorporating a variety of workouts, including those that prioritize recovery and low intensity. You want to make your workouts unique to you and your fitness goals. And ask yourself, why are you doing this and what do you hope to achieve by doing it? Do you want to do high intensity workouts because that's going to help you with some sort of 
task, your job, or some sort of activity that you enjoy, then great, go ahead and do it. Or maybe you just really enjoy doing high intensity workouts, but know that having a mixture of things is also great to do. Focusing on body weight as sole measure of progress is such a narrow focus and definitely not what we want to focus on as a primary indicator of our fitness success. And to be honest, you don't even need to focus on it at all. Maybe that is your goal. Maybe you do want to focus on your on your body weight. But think about looking at the bigger picture that considers overall health, strength and well-being. Focus on internal markers, things like cholesterol, your heart rate, all those internal markers that you can measure, or how you feel or what you want to achieve now. So maybe you want to be able to lift a certain weight or run a certain distance or just be able to walk up the stairs without getting out of breath. You can use all of those things as a measure of your progress. And you want to celebrate your own progress without unrealistic comparisons. So I definitely don't like using body weight or measurements or the scales as a measure of progress. I really don't think it's the the best way to measure. If that's something you want to focus on, then absolutely go ahead. But I would definitely encourage you to look at other things as well and focus on how you feel over how you look. And, you know, the scales and and the weight will change probably as, as a byproduct of that. But you're Focusing on the journey and the and the way you're feeling as you're going along is a really, really good thing to focus on. Then there's the all or nothing mindset. So I've talked about this before. The belief that missing a workout or deviating from a strict plan is a failure. And it is absolutely not. <laughs> Instead, you want to focus on the ebbs and flows of life and fitting in things in in pockets of time rather than thinking oh if I can't fit an hour's workout in then what's the point and you know by now if you've again if you've followed me for a while or listened to the podcast for a while that I'm all about embracing those small pockets of time to fit movement in great if you've got an hour to go and do a class or go for a run or or do a workout amazing fit those in your weeks as well But also know that five minutes, one minute, 10 minutes is just as good and beneficial than trying to fit in those those big chunks of time to do do your workout. And you'll probably find you end up fitting in more in your week than if you just focus on waiting for a big chunk of time to fit stuff in. So by looking at these supposed rules, I hope I can empower you to embrace a more flexible, personalised approach to fitness that aligns with your unique needs and goals. Remember, fitness should enhance your life, not complicate it. Right, let's shift our focus now to simplicity. I believe in the power of keeping things uncomplicated. Your fitness journey doesn't need to be a complicated puzzle. In fact, let's focus on incorporating movement into our daily lives effortlessly. There is no need for overly complex workouts or rigid schedules. As women especially, we are busy and integrating fitness into our daily lives is key. Let's make it effortless and enjoyable. Here's how. Prioritising consistency over intensity. 
Regular consistent movement beats sporadic intense workouts. I just mentioned it just now. Using bite-sized movements and daily activities like walking or stretching or little chunks of strength training throughout your day is definitely much better than focusing on a lot in one go. And by doing this as well, we're going to, by focusing on small bits spread throughout the week, like I said, you're going to end up fitting in a lot more and you're going to be more consistent with it because you're more likely to stick to it. You're more likely to fit more in than waiting for when you've got time to fit in a big chunk of movement. So maybe, you know, one week you've got time for loads. Amazing. But then the next week you're a bit busy and the next week you're a bit busy and then it's been a month and you're like, oh, I haven't done anything for so long. So yeah, definitely focus on prioritizing consistency over intensity. Incorporating movement throughout your day. So simple activities add up. Sneak in movement whenever you can. Make movement a habit. We want to break away from the idea that exercise must be a structured, time-consuming activity. Make your workout time flexible using movement bites and incorporate movement into your daily life. Things like taking the stairs, walking during phone calls or doing quick bouts of exercise during your breaks. We want to listen to our bodies. So recognize the importance of rest and recovery in your routine. So a few weeks ago, I was wanting to go out for a run on the weekend. I was like, had a bit of energy. The weather was nice. And I was like, mm, I'm going to go out for a run. Amazing. So I had a bit of a sore leg. My calf was a little bit sore. I'd been in London the day before walking around a lot. So my legs were a little bit tired, but I was like, it's okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to give it a go. So I started off, went out for my run, my calf started hurting. So I stopped for a second. I thought, okay, can I, you know, can I walk for a bit? Carried on a bit more. I was like, do you know what? This is not working. This, I, I need to rest. Even though I feel like I've got the energy and I want to do something, I'm going to rest. So I came back home, walked back home, rested for a couple of days. And then on the Tuesday, I felt better my calf had rested and I went out for my run and I felt amazing so we definitely want to tune into our bodies and recognize the signs of fatigue or the need for rest so rest is an essential part of our fitness journey and it definitely contributes to our overall well-being so looking back at my story there's sometimes definitely sometimes you need to rest and that's absolutely fine you know you've tired you've had a busy week your body is just saying literally no I need to slow down and stop and maybe you completely rest or maybe you do some more restorative sort of movements maybe just some gentle gentle things gentle exercise some yoga some gentle pilates some stretches some mobility sometimes you do just need to rest and sometimes you just need to give it a go maybe you're feeling okay like I did and, and just give it a go knowing that you have full permission to just stop if it's you know if it's not working for whatever you know go out for that run go out for that walk try doing some strength training try doing some movements that you're working on and give it a go and if after a few minutes you're just like do you know what no this is not working then absolutely you stop you've still done something and that's okay and like with my story maybe you just needed to rest for a few days and you'd be okay after that so really really tuning into 
your body, what it needs and going with the ebbs and flows. And I spoke about this before, especially as women, as we're going through cycles with our hormones and things, different points at the month of the month, we're going to maybe need to adapt things and slow down a bit and choose more movement that's, you know, not quite so intensive. That doesn't mean we can't do it. This doesn't mean you can't go out for a run, um, you know, throughout your throughout your cycle absolutely but some days you just need to maybe choose a smaller chunk of time doing something or something less intense so yeah definitely listen to your body we want to set realistic goals so celebrate small victories and progress at your own pace think about what you can realistically fit in so again going back to that all or nothing you know, the the supposed rule that you, if it's not, you know, an hour or it's not like a big chunk of time, then what's the point? That's definitely not true. Everything counts. Every movement counts. Every minute, every, you know, everything counts. So start by choosing things you can fit in rather than, you know, it's very easy to do like saying January to go off. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do an hour here. I'm going to do three sessions here and I'm going to do this and this and this. You know, one, two weeks in, you're like, oh, this is just too much. Life is too busy and I can't do this. And then you just stop completely. So rather than doing that, think what can you fit in? And again, I've talked about this before when we spoke about habits. You want to set that low bar. So what is realistic for you, even on your busiest days? Is it five minutes every day? Is it, you know, a a short bout of movement sort of in your lunch break or is it something you do once a week and then you build up over time so think about that think about what you can realistically fit in to start with and know that you can always do more but you've got that sort of that low bar that you can come back to that sort of consistency um that consistent sort of movement that you 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 don't do any less of but you you can do more if you want to and by doing it that way it really helps with your consistency and over time as you start to build your strength and your fitness and you start to really build those habits absolutely you can do more but know that you can come back to that low bar again if you need to if you know life gets busy or for for whatever reason you can't fit in anymore know that you can adjust things as you go and it's not failing by doing that it's okay to do that remember that consistency over intensity we want to focus on building functional strength so focusing on functional exercises that contribute to everyday activities and improve your overall strength so simple movements can have a significant impact on your daily life. You don't need to do loads of exercises to exercise your whole body. So we've spoke about this before. There's over 620, around about 620 muscles in the body. You don't need to do 620 exercises. No one has time for that. But you can there's loads of different ways of thinking about it but I like to keep it really simple with the five for the strength training so you've got your you've got for your lower body you've got your squat or lunge variation and for your upper body you've got your push and pull overhead and you know horizontally in front of your body and if you can do some sort of you know some sort of push movement some sort of pull movement and something for your legs amazing you you've worked out most of the muscles in your body for strength training and then fit in some sort of cardio as well 
and you know obviously maybe a bit of mobility and some core work and stuff like that but if you really want to drill it down and keep it to absolute bare minimum then that's focusing on that so focusing on your real functional exercises so things like squats we sit we stand all the time so focusing on those you know we go down to the floor we pick things up all of that sort of stuff we need to you know hold on to shopping bags we need to lift them up put them on the shelf put them in the cupboards so all of those functional things those everyday movements that we do focus on those over the you know the minute tiny movement that someone on the internet is saying that you need to do because it's the best exercise ever and it's gonna fix this that or the other just focus on general overall strength training and you'll just see amazing results and just feel good just in your everyday life. And lastly, talking about this section, we want to celebrate movement as self-care. So when you shift the mindset from viewing exercise as a chore, something we have to do, we must do this, tick it off the tick it off the list. Yes, I've done it. I've done exercise. And rather thinking about it of an, as an act of self-care. So do activities you generally enjoy, making fitness an enjoyable part of your routine and just really nourishing your body, caring for your body, building the longevity of your body as you're getting older, building your bone health, building your muscles, your cardiovascular, like your your fitness, your heart health and everything and really just focusing on looking after yourself. It's a way of giving back to you you probably, especially as women, we probably give, give, give to everyone else. So your movement sessions, your movement time, your strength training, your running, your dancing, whatever it is that you do, that is your time for you. Really embrace that. Don't just think about it as something on your list that you have to do. Really cherish it and think about it as your you time and you're giving back to you so that you've got more to give to others. So by simplifying fitness in these ways, you can integrate movement seamlessly into your life, making it a sustainable and enjoyable part of your overall well-being. So now let's talk about social media. Social media can be great for community and inspiration, but it can also be very confusing and lead us to a doom scroll with a case of comparisonitis, especially when it comes to fitness. So let's look at the impact of comparison and how it can hinder our progress. Let's shift our focus from external expectations to how we want to feel. Your fitness journey is unique, just like you. So first of all, you want to define your own success. Set your personal fitness goals based on your unique journey, not on someone else's achievements or what is currently trending on social media. Focus on progress, how you want to feel, and the positive changes in your well-being. You want to curate a positive feed. So follow accounts that inspire and uplift you. People who get that life is messy and that's okay. And unfollow or mute accounts that trigger negative emotions or unrealistic expectations for you. It doesn't matter if it's someone you know, just do it for your own mental health and well-being. And it might not even be something that they've particularly done wrong, but maybe just the headspace you're in at the moment, you're like, I literally cannot see that 
And yes, of course, we want to celebrate people's success. But for whatever reason, if that is triggering something negative in you and making you feel bad about yourself, just mute, unfollow, just really put your blinkers on and focus on what is good for you in that particular time. So don't be afraid to do that. I've spoken in the last couple of weeks about social media and like our habits with our phone. So yeah, definitely, definitely do that for yourself. And remember, social media is a highlight reel. (laughs) Understand that what people share on social media is often a highlight of their day. It's like a snippet. It's like, you know, a few seconds of their day. And it's what they have chosen to share with you. Realize that everyone faces challenges even if they don't post about them. And, you know, even people who are open about the ups and downs, like I try to share, you know, my messy bits when I'm talking on the podcast or maybe not so much on social media. I'm not on social media quite as much, but yeah, even if they are sharing, you know, the messy bits of their life, they're not necessarily sharing everything. You don't know unless you really, really know that person. And even then you don't really know what's going on in someone's lives. So just know that, you know, it's a highlight reel. (laughs) It's what people have chosen to show to you. It's, you know, a modern form of propaganda in a way, you know, it's, it's, it's narrating some sort of message, whatever it is they want to portray to the world. That's totally fine. It's up to them, but just know that that's what's happening. It's not always the truth. And it's not that people are lying to you, but it's, it's just what they've chosen to share. And that's fine. But just remember that. And we can use comparison as motivation rather than demotivation. So if you find yourself comparing, turn it into motivation rather than a source of discouragement. So let others inspire you, not make you question yourself. Use others' achievements as an inspiration to set realistic and achievable goals for yourself. So if you've seen someone else do it, then know that it is possible for you and you can do it as well. And use that to inspire you and motivate you. But if for whatever reason it doesn't and you find yourself in that negative headspace, again, mute, unfollow, even if it's just for a short, short time and find people who do uplift you and inspire you. Practice gratitude. So regularly reflect and appreciate your own progress and accomplishments. Gratitude or just giving thanks can shift your focus from what you lack to what you have achieved. Now there's something called the negativity bias. Our brains are wired to focus on that one tiny negative bad thing that happened or we didn't achieve that one thing What about all the millions of other things that you have achieved? You know, you can sit down and write a list. And if you really just focus on all the great things you've achieved in the last week, the day, the year, just think how far you've come on your journey. You know, sometimes looking back and reflecting can be a good thing. And really, really just think about that and think, wow, that's amazing. Give yourself a pat on the back and think, wow, amazing. Okay, maybe I didn't quite hit that goal, but what else have I done? What else have I achieved? I'm stronger, I'm fitter, I can now do this. Yes, okay, maybe I also want to work on this, but let's really focus on what you've done and reflect on how far you've come and just appreciate it and celebrate yourself. 
Engage positively. You want to join communities that encourage positive discussions and support. Share your own journey and experience to contribute positively to the fitness communities. So you want to be in groups of people who are talking about things things that they can do and celebrating other people. And also by sharing your journey, you can help inspire others. So I'm sure I've spoken about this before, but I love seeing when uh, friends and other people I, I follow post online, they're sharing their journey, they're celebrating themselves. That's amazing. And I definitely get inspiration and motivation from that. And and likewise, I love to share what I'm up to so I can help encourage other people as well. So definitely engage positively and be around people who are, you know, encouraging and lifting you up rather than trying to push you down. And like I spoke about last week and the week before in the last two episodes when we were talking about phone use, we want to limit our social media time. Set specific times for scrolling through social media and avoid the mindless scrolling, which can lead to negative comparisons and self-doubt. So we all say we don't have enough time in our days, so how better can we use our time than scrolling on our phone? I spoke about this in, yeah, in the last two episodes, episode 14, I spoke about the sort of habit and like the more the why and the psychology behind it and some strategies on how we can get, stop being hooked on our phones. And the week before that, episode 13, I gave some productivity hacks and some things that I've done to help me make find more time in my day, but also things I've done on my phone to use technology to an advantage to really limit uh, my time on my phone. So if you want more ideas, go back to that. But for now, definitely think about setting specific times, go on there for a purpose, a reason, you know, to check out certain accounts or for some inspiration or to share your own story and really set time limits. And and actually you can go, I found it today actually, you can go on Instagram and you can set a certain amount of time that you want to be on there. So you can set it for 20 minutes, half an hour, two hours, whatever in the day, and it will it will let you know, it will say, hey, you've been on here for an hour now, <laughs> maybe get off. <laughs> and you can also set it so after that time it locks locks you out so you can't use it. So yeah, definitely limit social media. It can be an amazing place but it can also be a not very nice place. So yeah, limit your time. We also want to be mindful of filters and edits. (laughs) Remember that many images on social media are edited and filtered. (laughs) Even if people are unfiltered, (laughs) they've maybe filtered it in some way, not necessarily using a filter, but maybe, you know, they've tidied up the room. (laughs) It's not really what you're, what's actually going on. You know, they've chosen a certain angle or a certain light that's absolutely fine. And, you know, if that's making them feel good and that's how they want to present themselves online, fine, absolutely fine. But just remember it. So when you're sort of looking and you're comparing and you're getting down on yourself, remember that they are filtered and edited in some way most of the time. And you want to appreciate your own body and progress without comparing it to a digitally altered images. So just bear that in mind. Focus on your journey, not theirs. So your fitness journey is unique to you. In a world of trends, we want to set goals that generally matter to you. Concentrate on your goals, your progress, and the positive changes you're making for yourself. 
Connect with like-minded individuals. You want to build a supportive network of people who share similar fitness goals. Connect with people who value authenticity and share their real, unfiltered experiences. So community is key. I've spoken about this so many times. So definitely find your people, find your group, whether it be a sort of a club or a class that you're going to, or whether it be people you find online and you connect with them because they've got similar interests. Um, I've met so many people online this way, you know, people that I love to follow and, you know, never met them in real life, but they're people I've connected with because of similar shared interests. Oh, and it's great. You, there's a whole world of people out there. So when you use social media, in the right way, not right, I don't want to say there's not a right or wrong way, but in a, in a way that helps you and inspires you and lifts you up in a positive way, it can really be great. So yeah, definitely build that supportive network. And remember, social media can be a powerful tool for motivation and connection, but it's essential to approach it with a mindful and positive mindset. Your journey is yours alone and it's worthwhile in its own right. So please remember that. Doubts and fears can often hold us back. Building confidence is key, especially in your fitness journey. So here's how. Start small and celebrate your wins. So each accomplishment, no matter how minor, contributes to your overall progress. Remember, it's not a race. Begin with achievable goals and celebrate even the smallest victory. And if you've listened to any of my habit creation episodes where I spoke about building habits, celebration is key to wiring in habits. So it doesn't matter how small it is, if you've done something that you set out to do, celebrate. Whether it's one step, one squat, five minutes, whatever it is you said you were going to do, you've done it wire in that habit so that you build that consistency. And we spoke about it earlier as well about starting small. Find those achievable goals. What can you achieve now? Set that low bar. What is achievable now? Remember, we want to focus on that consistency rather than than intensity. We want to focus on progress, not perfection. Understand that perfection is unrealistic. And what even is perfection anyway? What is perfect? Who who decides what perfect is? It doesn't exist, does it, really? It's like a moment in time, perfect. You know, if we stand still, we could maybe get that perfect thing, but then time moves on. Perfect doesn't exist, so let go of that. We are all unique individuals. Imperfect is where the real magic happens, so take messy action. Something is always better than nothing. Life is messy and so is your fitness journey. So embrace the beautiful chaos. Start where you are with what you have and celebrate the progress you make, recognizing that every step forward is success. Embrace challenges as a learning opportunity. So view your challenges as opportunities for growth and learning. Overcoming obstacles will enhance your skills and build your resilience. So definitely don't give up when you hit those bumps in the road. Keep going, 
find ways to go around or build yourself stronger. You build that resilience, that bounce back ability. You know, if you get knocked down, you get back up again as the old Chumbawamba song, if anyone remembers that. I get knocked down, but I come back up again. Oh my God, I'm not going to sing, don't worry. So yeah, definitely embrace challenges as a way to learn, learn and grow stronger. Surround yourself with support. So I can't say this enough. Building a supportive community that encourages and uplifts you, your fitness besties, is so important. And you want to share your goals with your friends or join fitness communities that for added motivation. So definitely surround yourself with those that are on the same journey as you or those that support you and cheer you on your fitness besties, your cheerleaders. Find those people. Acknowledge your efforts. So recognize the effort you put into your fitness journey. Give yourself credit for consistently showing up and putting in the work. It's what we do when no one is looking that counts. Not just the big celebrations when we hit those goals that we've been working on. Yes, they are amazing, but it's the mundane, everyday, showing up, putting those steps in, putting those hours in. You know, the five minutes here, the one minute there, the keep the reps, the keep going, putting in those reps, you know, building that strength, building that resilience, building your fitness, building your confidence. That is what is more important. And again, I've probably said this already, but set realistic and achievable goals. So you want to establish goals that are challenging yet attainable. So again, we want to set that bar. What is achievable for you right now? And like I said, we want them to be a little bit challenging. We don't want them to be easy. We want them to be a little bit of a push, but we don't want it to be such a big leap that we just give up because we can't get there. We can. We just need to break things down into small enough steps that we can get there. So achieving these goals will boost your confidence and your motivation to aim higher. So definitely you want to achieve early success. So set those goals, especially when you're first starting out, set those goals that are just a little reach further than you can currently do. So then you get those goals, you get that little dopamine hit and it encourages you to to push on and, and grow. So set those stepping stones, break things up into small chunks and build up over time. You want to practice positive self-talk. So replace those negative thoughts with positive affirmations. And this might sound a bit woo-woo, but it's definitely athletes and everyone using it. Positive self-talks, you know, I can do this, you know, one more step. I've definitely used that when I've been out running. One more step, you know, just talking to yourself in a positive way, like you would if you were encouraging your own, encouraging a friend, you know, you can do this, you've got this. Focus on your strengths and what you've accomplished rather than dwelling on those perceived failures. Remember that negativity bias. Our brain loves to focus on that one teeny tiny little thing that might not have gone our way rather than all the millions of things that we've actually achieved over over time. Learn from our setbacks. So again, view setbacks as opportunities to learn and improve. We can analyze what went wrong and adjust our approach and continue to move forward. So learn from what's happened. Why didn't that happen? Why didn't we hit that goal? What can we change? Why did that thing not work? Learn from it. Visualize your success. And again, this might sound a bit woo-woo, but it's definitely, it's, you know, the athletes use it. 
Picture yourself achieving your fitness goals. It works. If you can visualize it, if you can see it, the brain doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. So definitely picture what you want to achieve. See yourself lifting that heavier weight, running that marathon, whatever it is you want to do. You know, doing that complicated dance routine, whatever it is you're working on, climbing up that mountain, visualize it, see yourself doing it, you know, feel feel it, see it, you know, or as many senses as you can bring in, really sort of see it in your mind's eye and really visualize it like you're playing a little movie in your mind. It really, really does help you. And visualization can enhance your belief in your capabilities and create a positive mindset. It really does work. And celebrate your uniqueness. Embrace your unique journey and your unique body. We are all amazing and individual. Recognize that everyone's fitness journey is different and that's what makes yours so special. We want to track our progress. I've talked about this so many times. So keep a record of your achievements and your improvements. So by reviewing your progress, you can reinforce your confidence and it definitely gives you motivation if you can see how far you've come, especially on those days when you think you're not getting anywhere or you're even going backwards. If you look over time and just see, oh yeah, okay, from when I started, I'm doing way more. Okay, maybe there's some days when I've done slightly less, but that's okay. You know, it's embracing those ebbs and flows, but look how far I've come. Look how many days I've consistently been doing this. Look how much more I can do now than when I first started. So tracking your progress is really, really great. You can see those trends and it's great for your confidence and your motivation. And lastly, you want to seek help. So consider working with a fitness coach like myself for guidance and personalized support. So when you work with an expert, it can boost your confidence by providing you with a plan that's tailored to meet your needs. So when I work with clients, whether it be individually or in group programs, in my group program, Strong Start, I'm definitely all about empowering you and helping you to find your unique journey. So using my expertise expertise to help you, I'll use language that's empowering, I'll celebrate you, I'll help you achieve those early wins so you build that confidence, confidence in your body and what it can do. You can do way more than you think you can. So definitely think about working with with a a fitness coach, a personal trainer, whatever it is, or whatever uh, you're working on, if you're working on a particular sport or a particular hobby. Think about working with um, someone who's been there and done that and has got the expertise to coach you and guide you and give you that more personalized support. And remember, building confidence is a gradual process. And it's okay to progress at your own pace. Celebrate the journey, stay positive and believe in your ability to achieve your fitness goals. You have got this. And lastly, we are all unique and our movement should reflect that. Let's look into the importance of understanding your body and feeling empowered by that knowledge. Discover the benefits of foundational, personalised movements that align with your individuality. 
we want to explore various forms of exercise. So try different types of exercise to discover what you genuinely enjoy rather than what the internet and social media says is the latest trend. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, what Joe Blogs on the internet says is the best thing to do. If you hate it, you're not going to do it. <laughs> so the best form of exercise for you is something that you enjoy something you've got access to, something you can do regularly. So whether it's dancing, that's definitely for me, I love my dancing. Hiking, hiking's good, you know, when I'm out on holiday and things, I explore, you know, love going out, exploring and walking around. Yoga, Pilates, weightlifting, I mean, I'd encourage everyone to do a little bit of <laughs> strength training anyway, but, you know, there's all sorts of different forms of weightlifting. You've got the powerlifting and, you know, really focusing on that as an activity. So find activities that make you excited to move. If you're excited, you're going to be doing more of it. Okay, not every single time you're going to be loving it, but you're more likely to want to do the thing if you enjoy it. If you've got a community, if you know it's more than just the the exercise, the class, the the thing that you're doing. And it doesn't always have to be something, remember I talk so much about uh, embracing movement at home. It could be a community you're part of. Um, you know, you could be a form of exercise that you're doing at home and you've got that sort of community online that that's supporting you. So find something that you enjoy and you're more likely to do it. Listen to your body. I'm sure I've said this quite a lot already this episode, but really pay attention to how your body feels during and after, after different forms of movement. And adjust your routine based on your energy levels, your soreness and overall well-being. So no, it's okay to adjust. We don't want rigid plans. We want that flexibility in our schedule, in our movement, you know, change things up if you need to. But really, really tune in to what your body is saying. What is your body saying to you? We want to set personalized goals Establish goals that are meaningful and specific to your journey. Personalised goals can create a sense of purpose and motivation. And they want to be unique to you and what you want to achieve. Modify your workouts to suit you. So definitely don't hesitate to modify, change, adjust, you know, make them work for you, for your comfort levels and your, your current physical abilities doesn't mean that you can't, you know, do more. But again, we want to break things down. We want to find that starting point that works for you. Start where you're at and embrace that. And this makes sure that your movement sessions are both enjoyable and sustainable. We want to create flexibility in our routine. So one that, that adapts to your changing schedules and priorities. Flexibility allows you to maintain consistency without feeling restricted. So remember, it's that glass to the water. So, you know, we can have some sort of schedule that we have, you know, so we've got a bit of a, a guidance, but know that we can be flexible within that and change things up depending on our, you know, our schedule, our energy, where we are in our cycle, how our energy is, you know, what's going on that particular week, that month, whether we're busy at work, we've got lots of social commitments or other things, we're traveling. So definitely have that flexibility 
and just adapt things. So maybe you're traveling and you've not got access to say your weights or whatever it is that you've got at home. Just adjust, do things, use stuff you've got in your hotel room or wherever you're staying or do body weight exercises instead. Just know that it's okay, you're doing something and that something is better than nothing. So find ways to adapt or know that it's okay that, you know, if you've had a really busy weekend, you've been out, you've been exploring, you've been walking, you've been traveling, whatever, know that, oh, it's okay, I don't need to do as much this week, I can adapt and I can adjust. Prioritize enjoyment. So focus on finding the joy in your movement. Enjoyment builds a positive relationship with exercise, making it a sustainable part of your lifestyle. So we don't want to use exercise as a punishment for something we've eaten or something we've done or something we haven't done. Definitely focus on the joy and the enjoyment on it, how it makes you feel, how empowered and energized and strong. Focus on those feelings and you'll definitely have a much better relationship with exercise and it will definitely be something that will last more long term and part of your life. Find your own pace. So move at a pace that feels comfortable and sustainable for you. It's not about how fast you go, but about finding a rhythm that aligns with your body's needs. Celebrate your progress. I've said this many times, but celebrate the progress you make no matter how small. And remember, it helps to wire in the habit whenever we celebrate recognize and appreciate the positive changes in your strength flexibility and overall well-being so those things that you can you can measure that are not just weight on the scales or things like that focus on how you feel focus on how your strength is changing how your flexibility is changing and just generally how you're feeling in general trust your intuition Trust your instincts when it comes to your movement choices. Your body often knows what it needs, so listen to the signals. And sometimes what it needs might not always be what you want to do, (laughs) but definitely listen to it. Your body knows, so really tune in. The more you can tune into your body and what it's trying to tell you, the, the better. Create a supportive environment. So again, it's all about that community and surrounding yourself with people who encourage and support your movement choices. A positive community can be empowering and motivating. And lastly, embrace rest. Recognize that rest and recovery are crucial parts of movement. Allow yourself time to rest without feeling guilty and understand that it contributes to overall well-being. It's okay to take days off. You know, sometimes if you've done like a heavy strength training session, have a rest. If you've been for a run or you've had, you know, a, a busy weekend, you've been out exploring around, you've done lots of hiking or running or whatever you've been doing, it's okay to rest. We need to rest sometimes so the body can, can recover and, you know, be ready to go again. Remember, your fitness journey is uniquely yours. Autonomy in movement means finding joy, embracing variety, and making choices that align with your well-being and happiness. So enjoy the journey. Wow, what a journey we've had today. And as we, re- um, and as we wrap up, let's recap the key takeaways. 
I want to encourage you to embrace simplicity, focus on how you want to feel and take control of your fitness journey. So join our Fitness Besties community and share your stories. Let's continue to empower each other. And thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've loved talking about this subject. It's clearly something I'm very passionate about. It's been quite a long episode and I'm sure it's something I'll talk about more. Your support really, really does mean the world for me. So if you have any questions or thoughts or you just want to connect, then reach out to me on Instagram at Lisa Dawn Beckwith. And you can also connect with the community using the hashtag Fitness Besties Pod so we can all find each other, celebrate each other, share your stories, share your hacks, share whatever you're up to. And I can't wait to hear from you. And again, if you've enjoyed this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend, um, leaving a review, liking, subscribing, all of those things so you can continue to get the episodes and it can also help more people to find us. So I really can't wait to hear from you. Please connect with me, reach out to me. Like I say, it's just me sitting here on the mic talking to you and you're listening to me in your ears. And yeah, I love talking to you all. So definitely reach out, let me know um, how you're finding these episodes, if you've got any ideas or you just want to have a chat, just reach out to me. So until next time, stay strong, stay healthy and keep embracing your unique fitness journey. You've got this. See you later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. And if you haven't grabbed my free busy women's fitness habit tracker, which includes bonus training videos with tips and ideas, then head to the link in the show notes and grab it today so you can learn how to build sustainable movement habits that fit into your already busy schedule. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with a friend or on social media. And if you haven't submitted a review, I'd love to hear from you. Just head to Apple Podcasts and review to help others find the show. And lastly, if we're not connected, head over to Instagram and say hi. I'd love to hear from you. Tune in every Friday for new episodes. Speak to you soon. Bye.